0: Good day to you all, and welcome to Generation Tech. I'm Todd Brinker. I am joined, as always, by my dad, Jack. How are you today? Doing great, Todd. Happy Monday.
1: Yeah. So, uh, (laughs) we got, uh, cold weather here again, down in the forties
0: this morning, early chilly. Yeah. We've been in the sixties, which is nice. That's cool enough at night for me that I, I like it, (laughs) you know, get open the windows (laughs) and
1: yeah, it's, uh, well, it's up in 63 now, so it's coming Uh up pretty fast.
0: Yeah. It's very autumnal here. I went out and, uh, walked a, a mile this morning before our show and it was it was still like 62 or something like that out while I was walking which was nice yeah well
1: anyway uh got some stuff going on
0: it, yeah some things happening uh so uh well we were talking uh, just before we came to uh came live on air we were talking about an article i posted that pbs is not going to be airing the charlie brown halloween special this year and you didn't know why i knew why without reading the article (laughs) okay what is it and the reason is is apple bought the rights to charlie brown and in fact they've produced like three or four brand new charlie brown shows and so, if you want to watch any of the Charlie Brown holiday specials, you have to watch it streaming on apple t v plus,
1: uh-huh. you know they're gonna make a bigger impact in the entertainment market than a lot of people think just because they got the resources,
0: yeah, yeah, money gets opens a lot of doors for you you know yep and and these are. You know, there's uh, in the article they talk about. Well, you know, and it's not clear why Apple hasn't negotiated with PBS to air it. And I went, yeah, it is because they spent a lot of money to get it, and they want people to come to them to watch it. That's why they're not talking to PBS. <laughs> yeah, it tracks
1: attracts their an audience they want.
0: Yeah, I mean they they didn't spend all that money just to to put it out for free on PBS. They put they spent that money specifically, so you would have to come to Apple TV Plus. You know, and that's why they're doing Friday night baseball, and that's why they cut a deal with Major League Soccer, and that's the reason they're giving tons of money to lots of movers and shakers in Hollywood in order to make special, um, uh, you know, programming that's exclusive to them.
1: Yeah, and Amazon's in the game too. They have their Thursday mm-hmm. night football now. So right. it's a big, big competition going on yeah. for eyeballs, you know?
0: Yeah. I, I, have you watched any of the Thursday night football streaming on Amazon?
1: I watched the first one, and since then I get the notices from Amazon uh-huh. on my devices, but uh, I just haven't been into to doing that because I have a, an event on Thursday nights uh-huh. that I go to at church, and so you know, yeah, I'm it, otherwise you know, engaged. I, yeah, well, and and then when I come home, I mom's watching TV and got something on else, you know, so
0: right. Yeah, you're not going to boot just, her off just so you can watch I, football.
1: I, I don't even think about it. Yeah. That, that's the other reason. If I thought about it, I might switch on just on my iPad just to see what's happening, you mm-hmm. know, especially if it's some teams that I care about.
0: Yeah, well, and that's the, the advantage of it, doing it via streaming service, right, is you can do it on your iPad or even on your phone if you want to get out a magnifying glass um, well, or you have you're, young eyes. <laughs> you're, you're, you're
1: absolutely right because I can sit and watch a stuffed video I do all day (laughs) on on my uh, iPad and so uh, you know and a lot of this I think has to do with uh, uh, getting people away from Google because Google YouTube has been um, you know uh, the video haven for
0: lots of people well it is it's the place for for a lot of what we used to say non-professionally produced videos but now the people who are doing it produce professional videos I mean you know it's, it's very often short form, you know, 15 minutes or less, but, you know, there's also lots of, of talks and things that are given that are, you know, an hour or 90 minutes and stuff that you can go watch on, on YouTube now. So there's, you know, even length is not a, um, yeah. yeah but, you know, it's a funny thing with me, uh, whether it's a book or,
1: or video or whatever, uh, I, I don't read big books. I mean, it's just turned right. off by them. I generally like magazine articles. That's more my cup of tea, right. and it's been the same way with uh, with the uh, YouTube videos. There's stuff that I, I find interesting, but I'm not going to watch for 50 minutes because I just don't want to commit myself. Although I've, you know, I've got the time, and occasionally I will watch, you know, right. some some longer ones. But the other thing that big prime importance to me on a lot of YouTube stuff is that it's current. So I will look at the date, right? How long it's been posted. And if it says hour, there's a good shot that I'm going to watch it, you know. Right. If it's something I'm interested in. Right. But it, but if it's a day old, you know, it's especially if it's, you know news sometimes you know yeah yeah news stuff you want seen. it to be
0: news stuff you want it to be current you want to be you know the latest and greatest if it's if it's you know a uh, an event or 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 you know music or something like that then it doesn't really matter when it was done you just want to see the performance so
1: yeah but my know. frustration with it is is that they show me more and more stuff that's an hour or longer
0: right uh, you know well the they choices. want you to stay engaged because then they yeah. can show you more ads so yeah. So their their uh their uh you know uh, selection engine is they're to...
1: biased the other way <laughs>
0: exactly. And so they want you to but, to but they, go but they're longer
1: losing longer. they're losing me as a viewer because of it. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah. So no. If one they're... of the things you watch, it, I mean, if if they really wanted to be useful, what they would do is allow you to filter on that. You know, they That's should right. have. So when I'm searching, I can modify my filter and say I want you know. I want to exclude these things, and I want to only see videos this long, and then they got to be this new. You know, I want fresh stuff. And to be honest, I'm not enough of a big uh, YouTube user to know that they don't have that filtering. I I, yeah, they might. I don't know. No, uh, no, they don't. Okay. No,
1: no, they their filters are kind of useless. Right. And in fact, I view this as the similar thing that happened to Facebook. You know, I'm not a Facebook Mm -hmm. user anymore. your mom will tell me occasionally that there's something of interest, you know, mm-hmm. Cocker Calk, City stuff, my hometown, is, you know, that right. kind of things. But uh, and, and I like that because I'd like uh, I, uh, I want to find out if some friends have passed away or something, which is oftentimes in my case. Yeah. Uh, the notice that we get. Uh, but uh, anyway, what happened with me as far as Facebook concerns was they threw so many ads in that I could not find any uh st- conversations find... with with the people i got on facebook to see so i said hey they're not posting or something but so i'm not mm-hmm. i'm not interested in facebook anymore it's not giving me information that yeah, i find it like
0: I, I don't want to go online to to skin through an ad delivery system if you threw a few <laughs> ads in there on the side to make some money that's fine but when that's the only thing you're doing that's not entertainment to me <laughs> <laughs> that that's that's right all of these
1: people that live off advertisements overdo it yeah they that's their tendency and yeah. therefore they they'll they'll ruin the product they created initially for, because it was a good idea and and then it mm-hmm. very quickly transitions to something that's yeah. you know
0: if Nobody I can wants. make a dollar for running one ad, I can make a million dollars for running a million ads. No, that's not true. <laughs> I'm, that's, I'm 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 saying that's their their thought there's process. A, there's yeah. another.
1: There's a, a, several other factors in the equation. Oh, sure,
0: <laughs> absolutely, and that's you know what's coming back to bite them. I mean, Facebook is struggling right now a little bit, and that's part yeah. Of the well, reason. they should
1: have. It's, it's it should have a long time ago, as far as I was concerned. Oh,
0: because... I I left Facebook years ago, and 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 regularly preach about the 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 fact that I believe that the underlying motivations for the company are bad and that they're essentially an evil company, uh, you know, and I'm not knocking anybody who works there or anything, but I'm just saying that the the business model for this company leads them to behave in bad and un, un unnecessary ways that I don't want to yeah. be part of, and so yeah. you know they're not motivated to be altruistic and as a result i don't like facebook at all back to the amazon thing i went to watch the very first week they were streaming and the feed was so bad and so crappy i mean i was just you know they kept cutting out and freezing and locking up that i quit watching i came back i came back the second week and it was fine and uh and that was watching through Apple TV. I did find that I got a little bit better feed when I watched it on my iPad for whatever reason, but my Apple TV was just not having it. Hmm.
1: Well, sometimes that's due to local uh, Wi-Fi yeah. and stuff. Yeah, but, yeah. I know. mean, it
0: could be you know that, that there's a lot of people streaming in, in my area and that you know that just blocked my my throughput. But, but, but ha- that doesn't explain why with- doesn't explain I have- why I could get it on one device and not the other.
1: Yeah, the other the other thing I've noticed lately is I I'm getting more and more frequently having a the particular channel that I'm watching freeze up on television, yeah. the TV side of it, you know, and yeah. so I'll switch a adjacent channel just to see, and then I'll switch back, and then sometimes it it's popped back in by then, you know. Yeah. So.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I don't know what's causing these. Things. You know, well, all of our TV is digi- is digitally delivered these days, which makes you think that maybe there's some some uh, hitch in the giddy up on in, in as far as how they're delivering the data to the device in order to interpret what we see as a television screen. And, and yeah, you know, because um, I've had some issues too. I mean, and you get your TV via cable, I get mine via satellite, <laughs> and and I've just had some weird like lockups and feed problems and stuff and i you know we've got so much stuff that these places are pumping out these days you wonder if there's just some data management issues that are starting to creep in
1: yeah it could be
0: yeah so so anyway if you want to see the great pumpkin it's a it's the great pumpkin charlie brown this year you've got to uh subscribe to apple tv plus it's uh 4.99 a month with the fine folks at Apple, or part of your Apple One subscription?
1: Hmm. Uh, well, I, I, uh, I don't t- tend to use my Apple TV a whole lot. Yeah. I, I, I will use my, uh, my songs. You know? Right.
0: I use the Apple I've... TV more and more. In fact, um, I'm uh, the only thing that's keeping me with the satellite feed really these days is the fact that um, I'm a Green Bay Packer fan and I get the uh, NFL Sunday ticket. And the only place that you can do that is on DirecTV. And so that way I can watch my Packer games even when they're not on the national feed. Uh-huh. And uh, But they their, their um, rights to that Sunday ticket expire this year. So next uh-huh. year somebody else is going to get it. And right now, the two who are in the lead bidding, the ones that everybody believes are the two, you know, the two finalists as to who's going to get it, are Amazon and Apple. Yep.
1: Like the money bags.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And
1: this this is going to keep happening. Yeah. You know.
0: Yep. Uh, Once they decided they were going to go into live streaming, it was just, you know, then it's just a bidding war.
1: Yep. Well, anyway, I hope that's... it's not
0: Amazon because my ex- my experience with Amazon was that they they didn't I didn't get a good experience. Ironically, see, and this is what made me think it wasn't my local thing either because I was able to go stream other things just fine. I could oh. go to Apple TV Plus or Netflix and stream them without any trouble. Yeah. So, I don't know if it was a local server that Amazon was was sending stuff out on that was having trouble or what, but you know, it was their first night and it just didn't work very well for me. Yeah.
1: So. Anyway, uh, uh want to go ahead and talk about your crash detection feature
0: there. Oh, yeah. Well, I threw another story in there, and this has been <laughs> kind of all over the news that uh, Apple is uh, catching a little bit of flack. The, the recent um, uh, Apple Watches and Apple phones, the Series 14 phones and, and I think 8 Series watches, have a crash detection built in. And when they talked about it, they said well it it you know checks the barometric pressure so it knows the airbag has gone off, and it listens for crash sounds, and then it also realizes the sharp impact Hi, baby. Well, clearly, the sharp impact is the uh is the thing that is the greater of them in as far as triggers because uh, there's been quite a few people who have had issues with your phone calling 911 while you're at an amusement park and you're on a roller coaster and and you get <laughs> bounced around and jostled and your phone thinks, oh, no, my owner has been in a car crash. And then it gives you 10 seconds or so to respond. And if you don't, then it calls 911 for you. Well, you know, if you're still in the middle of the ride on the roller coaster, you're not pulling out your phone and saying, stop, uh, stop. <laughs>
1: It, it it could do a location check on it too. You so would, would think that one. that's
0: something that Apple will update, right? And say, hey, they happen to be at an amusement park, so let's let's disable this, or at the very least, let's let's downgrade the importance of impact and upgrade the importance of like atmospheric changes and or uh, yeah. the the crash of a noise, you know, the noise of a car crash.
1: They'll figure it out.
0: Yeah. You know, they think they could they could fine tune that. You would have thought Apple would have sent some people to a to places where they get jostled naturally to be able to do some discrimination there, right?
1: They probably did, but you know, it's one of those things until you got a thousand people doing it.
0: Yeah, or a million you know? or, or more. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can't yeah. do this stuff by you know, just a few uh, an affordable number of them. You got to. Sure. You got to finally send it out in the wild, you know. Right. Well, <laughs> and there's roller
0: coasters, and there's roller coasters, right? I mean. That's yep. You know, the, as, as I'm, I'm not one, but there are people who are roller coaster aficionados, and there are some that are just known for being, you know, uh, rougher rides and or you know higher drops or faster speeds or Which, you know more you know, G forces th- or whatever. Th-
1: this reminds me of the last roller coaster ride I ever took in my life and it was so bad that i had a headache for 3 days mm-hmm. and i said i'm never riding on a roller coaster ever again
0: mm-hmm.
1: and what it was is it was the old wooden roller coaster
0: it's funny that, that's what i was going to say there was a there was a pretty famous old wooden roller coaster that used yep. to be at Six Flags Magic Mountain here in southern california that was the one and i rode on that one and had the same experience got out and I said, and, and i had a headache and my neck was stiff and tight and it, and man, i was like that,
1: that did some brain damage, I think.
0: Yeah. And I went, nope, not going to ride that one again. I rode some of the the more modern steel ones that rode much more smoothly. Um, yeah. But, you know, it was a few, I don't know, almost a decade ago now, I guess. It was 2013. I was in a pretty bad car accident, you know. And one of the things that uh, my doctor said is because of some of the injuries that I, they said, you really should not be ever doing that. Again. So I've not ridden on a roller coaster since then or anything that was going to jostle me you know, unnecessarily, um, yeah. Because uh, I've got pre-existing issues, so I try to yeah. avoid as, as getting a young jostled. Person,
1: <coughs> Excuse me. Plus, wow, darn it. Uh, as a young person, you always think, you know, I I can tough it out, but you know, mm-hmm. there's there's that that's just the stupidity of young saying, well, just because I have. You know, I'm young. I just haven't experienced this before. You just don't know what it can do to you.
0: Right. Well, you know, with all the evidence coming out with NFL players and, you know, CTEs and and the, you know, repetitive head injury stress and things like that, you start going, huh. You know, I bet you could do the same thing to yourself in lots of different ways besides being a professional football player.
1: Absolutely. Uh,
0: But like you said, when you're, you know, 17, you don't think about that. Yep, you know. So, but you end up paying for it later sometimes. So. Yep,
1: or even a lifetime for some of these football players. Oh know, yeah, they, yeah. Or, or, well, and a lot of like, those
0: guys, I mean, their you know their whole career's done before they hit thirty in a lot of cases.
1: Well, sort of the prime example is uh, Muhammad Ali. You know, a guy who mm-hmm. was world famous and hit this peak in his sport, and but he had just had too many head bangs, and uh, it was sad when you yeah. saw him later. In life, uh,
0: he, he yeah didn't he always, life he at all. always believed that that the Parkinson's one was unrelated that he had Parkinson's and that was and and he did have Parkinson's but uh, but there were experts who disagreed with his assessment so yeah
1: yeah I, I saw him in person uh, under those conditions and he mm-hmm. didn't look normal at all
0: yeah uh, I saw him briefly once live when we lived in Grand Terrace there was a, a carnival that's in. where. That's where it was. Yeah, carnival in town, and he yep. came in. And the only thing I remember, or that that struck me about that, wasn't his behavior. Just the fact that this man was huge. He, he, it, you know, when you see him on television fighting, you didn't realize how big this guy was. Oh yeah. And the thing was, you see him next to somebody like George Foreman, and he looked small compared to George Foreman. He always looked like he wasn't quite really a heavyweight, you know. And then right. you see him in live at live, and you go. Well, this guy's six-two and two hundred and twenty pounds, and you know, all muscle. And 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 I saw, you know, we saw him. He was already retired, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he was huge. That was a big, yeah. big, big, strong man.
1: Well, holy I, moly! I, well, talk about big today. Most people can relate to The Rock. Yeah, you know, he they had a special on him on 30, 60 Minutes. Yeah, uh, last, Dwayne
0: last Johnson. Yeah,
1: yeah, man, he's a big dude. Mm-hmm. Wrestler, for basically for most of his life. Yeah, he
0: started out in professional wrestling. You know, that's what his dad did, too. Yep. His dad was a professional wrestler. Um, I think he had an uncle, it was, too. It's sort of the family biz.
1: But anyway, I thought that was, while we're on that, I thought that segment was really good. I I didn't Mm -hmm. know much about him, but he seemed like a really nice guy.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think he's generally accepted as the, you know, what you see is what you get. He's a um, pretty uh, pretty good guy. Straight forward, yeah. Yeah, I mean... You know, you never know what, what's real and what's not when you see it on television, but he seems like he's a pretty genuine guy and, and uh, you know, looks like he's been part of a, a uh, you know, good family, strong family, so he's had lots of support as he's gained his fame, which is, you know. Right, yeah. Kind of keeps your head screwed on straight, which is nice.
1: Yep.
0: So um, why don't we jump back up to the top of the list of stuff that you started sending, and the first one is a, a prediction by Mark Gurman. And, uh, and he's, he's not one that's prone to, to, you know, overstate things, but he basically used the term, it's essentially a lock. Uh, Well,
1: yeah, I, I I think if he says in this case, you know, it's been rumored mm -hmm. for forever almost, you know, it's one of those things that you just sort of say, that's the trend. Why not? You know?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and so, um. I, I I guess the main advantage is the speed with which you can transmit stuff.
0: Right? right. Well, the 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 advantage from the perspective of Europe, who has mandated it by 2024, is that it just standardizes, and that way, then you can have public charging stations and things like that. Right. Um, now, yeah. Europe also standardized on the uh, micro USB uh, in in years past, and Apple was allowed to to satisfy Advanced. that by okay. just including a dongle in their, in their uh, kit. You know, when you bought your phone, there was a little thing in there that allowed you to plug lightning into one end and it would give you micro USB on the other end. And that way then they, they yeah. met the requirement of, of having a micro USB connect there. And I don't know if there's a loophole in this new one like that or not. But either way, I think that Apple wants to move to USB-C because... Lightning was designed back in the day when the only thing we had was USB 2 and the USB A chargers. And so they were going from that big 32 port charger that they had had on all of their iPods, and they needed something smaller that would give them, you know, whatever was the fastest throughput of the day. And so they created Lightning because USB C didn't exist and micro USB was terrible. You know, I, anybody who's tried to plug in a micro USB, thing, every time you plug it in, you're like fussing. You know, it doesn't go in easily. And then, then you flip it over to see if it goes in the other way because it only goes in one way. You have to get it lined up right. the right way. And half the time you have to flip it back because you had it right in the first place. It just wouldn't go in. Um, it's just a huge pain. And I've got a few items that are still micro USB, and I hate them. Um, yeah. You know, and so uh, USB-C came out, and it came out sort of concurrently with um, with usb 3.0 which is much faster and while um there is there was a device that had a usb one of the uh, ipad pros had a lightning port that was usb 3 compatible so that it was Mm -hmm. faster um i think there are some limits to the lightning port and apple would have to then re-engineer the lightning port in order to be able to handle the faster speeds yeah and what's the point in doing that when there's already a port that's already universal that already fits that and they're already using on a bunch of devices. Yeah, so so I think they're motivated because now that you have 48 megapixel pictures on your iPhone 14 or you can you know, right. how do you get those things off of your off your phone on USB 2? It's you know, it's a week long effort. Yep. So I think they're so... motivated just for the speed. Um, well, if you, know. if you
1: have if you have it on a cloud, though, you can go get it off with another device. You don't need, you know. Right, but, but how do you
0: get it? You know, you have to upload it to the cloud. That still takes a long time when you've got these big, big files. You know, if you're a professional using this device on their supposed yeah. professional cameras, you want to be able to plug it into your, you know, there, external drive right. or laptop or, or iPad and get the data off your phone so you can keep going.
1: Yeah, well, right. You while, you're, while you're right there out, of, yeah, out, in, out the, in the field. Out yeah,
0: you know, and you figure in the, that in
1: the in the wild where you don't have Wi-Fi,
0: <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. You know, and you've got you know you're shooting uh, you know 4K video, and even your terabyte iPhone is going to fill up pretty dang quick. And so you know if you're you're shooting 4K video in ProRes, um, those are big files, and you've got to get them off your device quickly so you can go back to work. And so yeah, USB C is is you know with the faster throughput and perhaps what they'll do is they'll even go to um thunderbolt on the pro devices like they have with the pro um iPads and the pro um uh MacBooks and then USB-C on the well actually what they'll do is they'll just go to USB-C4 right that's the one that that's both thunderbolt and um yeah and USB compatible
1: yeah, the, the, the only frustrating thing from a customer standpoint, as you pointed out, is that USB-C right now is just such a mess because of its different configurations right. that are unlabeled and, you know. Yeah,
0: you know, it's, yeah. It's just, and and they've made it worse with USB-C 4, right? Because, you know, the the numbers indicate which which speed it supports and, and, and which um, – uh,
1: well, and different names too. I mean, right,
0: and then the A, B, and C is the shape of the port, and then you can't tell whether your 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 cable supports USB power only, USB power and data, or. Uh, or Thunderbolt because Thunderbolt also It uses the USB-C connector, and, yep. and and so and you look at the device and they, they they physically all look the same. So you have no idea even if the device supports that, right? I mean, you've right. got you have the original MacBook, the twelve-inch MacBook. It's, that wasn't it's the, the original ne- one. It's
1: the needle lost in the haystacks, but right? it is.
0: but you've got the original MacBook. It has one port on it. It's a USB-C port, and it's USB-C 3.0 speeds. So that one was prior to three point two coming out. It's not USB four and it's not Thunderbolt. But when you look at it, you can't tell that. It's just a, a hole where you shove the jack into it. Somebody
1: know? needs to write an article saying what's the what's the best strategy for addressing this? Yeah. You know, you want to buy the highest, or when you buy something, just pay the yeah. price and
0: get the The problem best is money. if you if you buy the cable that the, the everything cable that will handle USB C and Thunderbolt and power they're like forty dollar cables because Thunderbolt yeah. puts a lot of intelligence into the into the cable and the little head of the cable. It's got chips in there that that manage the data, the bandwidth. Yeah, so
1: so they've offloaded the problem onto the cable maker, right? <laughs> and you the know. cable maker says, "Well, okay, I'll, I'll just give you four different varieties." You know, right? But they, <laughs> but but nobody
0: standardized on like how to identify, you know, at a glance. When you're looking at a USB C cable, is it USB C, is it power, is it data, is it Thunderbolt? I don't know. Yeah. You know, plug it in and see if it works. And then I'm sure there's a lot of people who plug it in for to to use it for data, don't realize it's a power only one and just throw it away. Because, oh, it's bad, didn't work, couldn't get my data to go through yeah, yeah, well, it. Yeah, never... $40
1: cable disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: and it's like, well, that was just a power cable for charging, you know, so attach it to a, a power block and leave it there so that you know where it is or get a labeler and label it. But it's just, you know, they're putting a lot of work on us as the, the people buying these things instead of, you know, clearly up front making it obvious what the heck they do. It's irritating yeah. as all get out. Yeah. It really is, they should standardize on some sort of a marking for the different types of cables and or the shape and size of the um, of the you know the little plastic head that the that the metal part comes out of. I, it to, just seemed like a simple
1: color coding. It'd be the way to do
0: it. Well, I di- the reason I didn't say color coding is because there are people who are colorblind and there are people who like co- different colored cables. But you oh, could yeah. but you could very <laughs> easily put like. Uh, you know at the end of the cable right where the metal part comes out you could put like just a little ring around there a little plastic ring uh of yeah. different colors to identify one you know and maybe and maybe on them you know put um you know like the little braille type bumps you know you could have one for power only two for power and data and three for thunderbolt so at least you could touch it and see what it is without you know if you can't see the colors yeah but uh you know, it, it seems to me like something like that is not that hard to well, do. Well, you know,
1: there's the smarts in the phone that should tell you. You know, when you plug it in, Apple could make that as a feature so that it pops up a little label. When you plug this thing in, it, it tests it for you. Yeah. There's what you got.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it'd be nice if the devices were smart enough to say, hey, this is, this is you know, this type of cable and you need that type of cable or something. Um, but it's it's. It's frustrating. You know, it's frustrating when you go to buy the cables, much less just finding one in your house, you know. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then, you know, the cables that are included in the boxes, you know, very often uh, the cable included in the box is a power-only cable, you know. And so it's like, great. It looks just like the cable that I bought last week that allows me to move data from point A to point B.
1: (laughs) You know, this is the kind of change, though, that's going to take and and make people upset that they bought the uh – uh iphone 14
0: right you know well i mean they're going to make the change at some point whether it's the 14 or the 15 or the 16 i mean it's you know i I mean i know presumably i know but
1: but there's some things that are big changes right this is is a biggie
0: it is it's a big change you know but i remember when when they moved from that 30 pin dock connector you know that was everywhere that was ubiquitous i mean you'd go to hotels and the and the 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 yeah. clock on the nightstand had the 30-pin dock connector on it, so that you could plug in. I still go to hotels that have that dumb 30-pin con- con- connector in the room for yeah. you to charge up your iPod. You know, and it's like <laughs> Apple hasn't sold that for you know what decade and a half. Um, yep. You know, and a lot of people complained when they changed it. It's like, oh, now I got to buy all new cables. It's a money grab by Apple. You know, and it's like, well, you know things change. I mean, they stuck with the other one for a long time. They've stuck with this one for a long time. I really like USB-C and I wish that they would just, you know, go all in on it. I mean, they've got it on the um, um, on the iPads and I've got it mm-hmm. on a, a fair number of things. I have actually changed over most of my power bricks to the USB-C power bricks because they deliver more current and can charge things up faster. Right. And so, you know, I may have lightning on one end to charge up my my phone or my AirPods or whatever, but the other end is USB-C in most cases, going back to a power brick that's USB-C.
1: You know, I I use the one from my computer on my iPod mm-hmm. or iPad. Yeah, because it's a bigger. You know, it's, yeah. it. Yeah. It charges it faster.
0: Yeah, it's bigger. It'll charge it faster. It will. Uh, you know, be less likely to to heat up when it's working because it's not it doesn't have to work as hard. Um, you know, so you you're losing less energy through heat. So, you know,
1: the only thought that occurred to me is Apple made the trade off probably and said it's going to uh, impact the battery of the iPad because I'm charging it faster than it was designed for, you know. So, So they probably had an optimal charger with the one that came with it if I had stuck with
0: it. Well, Apple devices manage the speed at which it charges from the device, so, regardless Mm -hmm. of what you plug it into. That is true. The the device will only take as much power and current as it needs, regardless of what the power block is capable of putting out. Um, And so, you know, that is a smart way to do it so you don't overload and do exactly (laughs) like, you know. Now, if you were buying some off brand equipment to be charged up, I don't know that I would trust it with a more powerful charger than it came with, you know? Because I don't know that they've done the engineering to do that. You know, that's a corner that can be cut that a lot of people just wouldn't see, right? Right, um, Yeah. That, you know, that
1: may be why you end up with fires and stuff, you know.
0: Yeah. Well, it could be part of it. You know, I think part of the um, the smarts of, of any time you're plugging anything into a wall, is, especially when you first do it, is, uh, you know, after it's been plugged in for a few minutes, go touch the device, touch the cables, touch it. If things are getting warm, then it's not right. Yep. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if things, I mean, you know, current going through is going to warm some. So you've got to kind of you know, gauge as to like, you know, how much is too much. But if things are getting hot, it's definitely yep. too much. You know, if anything is, is uncomfortable to touch, then it's like unplug that all. Quickly. Yeah,
1: don't, don't wait till it melts. <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, it's just good to be aware of that. You can also, and this is something that most people aren't going to do because they just don't feel comfortable doing it and don't know how to do it. But go read, you know, on the device, it'll tell you what it expects to be getting in. As far as, uh, you know, the um, uh, overall wattage, uh, usually yeah. it has, you know, that data is on it. God bless Apple. It's always done in light gray and four-point type on white. So it's almost impossible to read. <laughs> but
1: Oh, but the, that's ridiculous. But yeah, the, this... but,
0: but the data is there, you know.
1: <laughs> right so, on the back of your phone, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, it's unsightly. So Apple just prints it as small and illegibly as possible. Um, but you can probably find it online too in those cases. Uh, but, you know, I do have a magnifying glass and I actually look at my stuff to see and try to do some load balancing. So like, you know, if I've got a, a multiple port charger, I don't plug in three things that need the entire amount of energy that charger can create because that means everything charges up really, really slow. Um, you know, so... Yeah. So...
1: Anyway, uh, let's go on. But I do like the, the
0: idea of USB-C. So, yeah, what was next? Uh, the iPhone SE. Oh, yeah, this is something I've been telling you. Yeah,
1: so I just thought we'd bring it in here because yeah. it's, it's been been banned now. Uh,
0: been banned?
1: Oh, excuse me, i I just looking at the wrong device.
0: I, yeah, I, you, you skipped down one article I, to I the Lufthansa thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh,
1: yeah. Anyway, one of the things that I found out is that the SE does not have a Touch ID.
0: Well, it does right now. The current SE. What they're saying uh-huh. is they believe that the next one is going to be the first SE that goes to Face ID. Yeah. That's why I've been telling you that, that you know, uh, your wife's old, uh, what does she have, like an iPhone 6 or seven, something? Seven, seven? seven yeah. Um, that that... If if you replace that with the current SE, she'll get a phone that looks physically exactly like her current phone, but it has iPhone 13 guts in it, and it still has a Touch ID, and it's probably the last phone Apple's going to make that way. And this article basically verifies that in that they believe that the next SE is going to come out and basically be sort of like the iPhone XR which is a generation after the one that you've got. But basically the thing is it goes to Face ID. And so then, you know, she has a multiple, you know, five- or six-year-old phone, and there is no phone that she can get to replace it that looks like the phone she's used to. So that's why I was saying it's probably, you know, coming up on time for her to replace that phone if she wants to keep one that looks exactly like she has.
1: Well, see, the only thing that uh, uh, she's complained about with it is the, the charge, you know, maintenance you know and that was why the battery solution was good for her mm-hmm. i i was thinking if i could get her another battery that'd be a cheaper fix and she'd have everything she wanted right
0: possibly but she's also not going to be able to upgrade to the latest operating system after this this generation so uh, she won't oh. be able to go to iOS 16 which means that they will quit doing like uh like uh virus and patch fixes for her probably next year
1: yeah yeah. Okay. So,
0: so there's 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 multiple reasons why she probably wants to move up to a new generation.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'll have to figure out what occasion I'll give her an upgrade for. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. But I would say do it before they introduce a new version of the uh, of the yeah, SE because then you then she has to move to Face ID, which honestly is not that big of a deal. You get used to it pretty quickly, but it is a change, and I'm sure it would caused some distress i know when when i moved my wife to a face id based phone she was not thrilled initially but but i don't
1: want this phone looking at me
0: yeah 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 well you know it was like that whole i don't want speakers sitting in my house listening to me and and i pointed out that she has a phone and a watch on and they do the exact same thing siri is there too yeah. You know, so you're walking you know, around with microphones listening to you all the time, but you don't want one that you can point at. You okay. know, one
1: thing, one <laughs> thing about mom is she uses the uh, watch much more often as a phone than I do. See, I don't hear well enough. Right. Uh, to use it at all, but she uses that uh, and and uh, uh, uh see my watch anymore only will work if the phone is around, whereas hers will work when right. she's away from the
0: So she has the phone, cellular you know? watch and you do not. Right. Yeah, well, I, you can save what about one hundred and twenty bucks by not getting the cellular version.
1: A year, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I am T- saying one hundred twenty bucks initially, and oh. the, and then the monthly fee as well.
1: Yeah, well, it's ten bucks a month,
0: right? And but so I am saying even before you spend your ten bucks a month just to buy it, it's costs more. I think it's about one hundred twenty bucks difference. Yep. So.
1: So, uh, I, I'd have I'll have to think about that when I go to the SE if I do were to do that.
0: So. Well, you know, you don't have to worry about the um, oh, that's... the phone. I mean, she can keep, or watch oh. rather, she can keep the watch she has if she likes the watch. Oh. You don't have to upgrade yeah, that's, that. That's, that's true. You yeah. just have to pair it to the new phone. And if you keep the same number, you basically do nothing. It Just when you transfer your, your service to the new phone, the watch automatically then works with that phone. You know. Yep. It's weird how they do that, though, because the watch gets its own phone number, but it's not a number you see. It's sort of like a hidden number that they can do right. that they bill you on because anybody who calls your your phone number that call also rings on your watch.
1: That's right. Yeah, yeah, it's
0: it's it's magic that happens through the carrier. Yep. But uh but it works well. I mean, I I have a phone, you know, I have a watch that has this the cellular in it as well. Um and Elaine's is is a GPS only non-cellular one. And um you know, so- I the one, thing, the
1: one thing about the uh, watch is that I had to learn to quiet it by flipping up and turning the bell off. Oh, uh-huh. You know, because uh, I, one time I had that sucker go off and I really didn't know because I had never done it before, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was making noise and I was in a place where I didn't want noise.
0: <laughs> right. You know. Yeah, but, well, uh, the, the, I generally keep my phone muted and just let it buzz on my wrist. So I feel yeah. it rather than hear it, yeah. And, and largely, that's it. I don't like it going off and you know beeping and gurgling uh, when I'm doing something. I don't want to get bothered by somebody else. It's a hundred dollars difference, by the way, for the, okay. t- the difference between the GPS only and the GPS plus cellular on, yeah. the, on the watch. So it's hundred initial hundred and then, like you said, ten dollars a month.
1: By by the way, there are a bunch of icons when you slide that up. From the bottom, yeah, and and another one that I ac- had accidentally come on uh, the other day was the little masks or theater.
0: Yeah, that's theater for. mode, and, and it bl- and, blanks the screen. It, it,
1: it, yes, yeah, it goes completely dark. And just, what happened to my always on screen?
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's when you're sitting so, in a dark uh, room. Uh, People uh, don't want to see your wrist your wrist waving around when you go. Oh my gosh! I didn't think that ugly clown was going to jump out from behind that that you know. Whatever. Yeah.
1: <laughs> anyway, unless you try these features and see what their impacts are,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: when the time c- comes, you suddenly wonder, well, what caused that, you know? So right. You, you could use this as a little training device, you know, mm-hmm. T- turn them on and see what it does.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I no, mean, I've, them I've gone through the walkie them. talkie out of it. Yeah. You can actually change the things that show there. And the walkie talkie, have you done the walkie talkie? No. I set it up, and my wife and I used it for about three days, and then the novelty wore off, and we quit using it. But, you know, like I would be sitting in my office, and she would call and say, hey, dinner's ready, or, you know, whatever. Um, Yeah, it's
1: quick. If you think about it, it's quicker than making a phone call. Yeah. You know, know,
0: and you just set it up for, like, people in your household that you want to be able to reach out and say, hey. Right. You know, instead of shouting across the house. You know, I mean, it, it's handy. It's just something that I just didn't. Get. We, for us, it wasn't sticky. It didn't. We didn't get in the habit of doing it. And so, you know, if we were yeah. to do it again, I don't think she would remember how to do it. And uh, and you know, if I were to to do it to her, she would be like, oh, "What's going on here? <laughs> Why is this thing? <laughs> Why am I hearing you right now?"
1: confusing me with you know and it's one of those deals if you don't use it on a regular basis you just forget about it
0: exactly exactly and there's so many features these the you know between the phone and the and the watch these things are so feature rich that there's just tons of features you forget about completely yeah um So you know, simple
1: simple devices have become complicated. Yeah.
0: Well, the nice thing is, is they're still simple devices too. For those who don't want to dig into it, they don't have to. It's like that does, you know, does its thing. And for me, being sort of a, you know, being more tech oriented, when it first comes out, I'll go and explore all of those things. But then Mm -hmm. I forget about a lot of them because it's like, well, it's not the way I use it. You know, it still amazes me when you watch somebody else use technology. You know, and you go like, oh, that's not how I do that. Yeah. You know, oh, that's not how I do that. You know, and, and <laughs> uh, and you rep- repeatedly do that. I was, I was coaching last year and my assistant coach would um, basically just take her hand and like cover the, ba- you know, like smack the back of her wrist and like, what are you doing? And she goes, oh, just shutting off my phone or my watch, you know? <laughs> and so she just would, you know, cause you covered the screen and that then basically shuts it up. Yeah. And. Nothing I had, I had never done that. I always used, I would go up and hit the, uh, the crown, you know, right. tapping the screen's much easier. So I learned something, but it was just, yeah. you know, not the way I do it.
1: You said tapping the screen. Well, it's
0: well, tapping it, it, covering the screen. So the, the, the sensor I, in there says that the screen has well, been covered up.
1: I was unsuccessful to get it to quiet when I, when I tried that. I don't know uh-huh. how tightly you have to cl- maybe light shining between my fingers or something. I don't know. Well, why. she
0: used the palm of her hand. And she just like lays. I mean, it's literally just a, you know, it's one of the, whoops, like that. Yeah. I mean, she almost like smacks it when she does it. You know, and so it looked funny to me. I'm like, why are you hitting your wrist? And she goes, oh, I'm just quieting my watch. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, and and it's and the I've I've noticed it for years when people are sitting using uh you know the computer, like I can't stand watching my wife browse the web. First of all, she insists on using Chrome, and that's because her school requires her to use Chrome because they uh. use a bunch of Google apps, and they only run properly in Chrome. And it's like, that's fine, but when you're not using that, then why are you using Chrome? Because uh, it's a resource hog on the Mac, and, uh, and but she does. And so she's there, and then it's like, well, which tab did you have open? And it's this one over here, and I'm like, that's a tab? It looks like a little sliver. You know why? Because she's got 100 tabs open. I mean, literally a hundred. We're not joking. Oh. Here. There's so many tabs open. It's like, do you ever close one? You just want to do something new. You just open a new tab. She goes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's like, oh, okay. You know, <laughs> I mean,
1: it's got to it's got to have a lot of storage in the background.
0: It's just, just eating up just every stuff. bit of memory that's available and, and using uh, virtual memory to go. I mean, I'm yeah. I, I just watch how she uses it and gets around it, and it works for her. She gets everything she needs done. You know, she hasn't had any problems that that I have had to deal with with it, but but every once in a while she'll complain about it getting slow and I roll my eyes and go, "You know the answer." <laughs>
1: yeah. So Yeah, there ought to be somewhere where you can just say kill all tabs. <laughs> yeah, and I, there
0: probably is. Um you know, but it's just and and I use that as one one example. I mean, there's lots of examples of how people people use their computers that are different Mm -hmm. than the way I use my computers. And so it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of uh, people who on laptops run in full screen mode. So you don't even get your menu bar. And then they switch between apps by doing a three-finger drag across their their touchpad. and. Never would ever do that. I always manage my windows. I have windows up, and I and I lay them so that I can see at least a sliver of a window, so I can click on that one. And you don't even have to do that because you know if you if I have a window I can't see, you can hit F3, and that brings up their their um, I forget what they call it, uh, but you see it's basically the view all the windows that are open. Um, yeah. Main stage or something like that. I can't remember what Apple calls that feature but you know so i don't even have, but i hardly ever use that i just don't think about it so i always have my 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 windows sitting where i can get to them and uh you know and i can click on it and bring it to the foreground if i want that one to be the one i'm working on you know it's a yeah. very old school way of doing things um but that's kind of the way i learned and it works for me and i haven't haven't changed and it granted it's not as efficient as you know tapping and well, getting y- the
1: yeah y- you know uh Clear back before we had uh, touch screens and all that stuff, remember everything was just online and you had uh, t- keyboard tricks, right? And you'd learn all of these different co- uh, trends, ways to use the alphabet with a, with a mm-hmm. control key or a command yeah, was, key or Yeah, quick keys to get from or,
0: here to there or whatever. Yeah, and, and, and that, those was
1: all, that was really efficient for people who learned that. Right, and, and those favorite, all still
0: exist. That's the thing is Apple has put all these other window management layers in, but you can still quick key to do lots of that stuff. Yep. You know, it's just what you learned and what works best for you. Well, it's
1: it's like the cut and paste thing will always be a keyboard exercise for me, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. For the most part, it is for me, too. On the rare occasion, I will, like, right-click and cut, copy, and paste on something Mm -hmm. when I'm using it. But, I mean, from your perspective you don't even really use the Mac anymore. So that's, that, that's true. So, that's true. you know, the whole cut and paste process is different on an iPad than it is on a Mac, you know, or an iPhone. Yeah. Hard to believe that when they launched the iPhone, there was no cut and paste. That didn't show up until two or three iterations later.
1: It was. That was You know, one of those things that people says, how do I work without the cut and exactly. paste? Exactly. <laughs> that's such a
0: fundamental thing. It's like, you've got to be kidding me. But... uh uh-huh. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So interesting how we evolve as humans to uh, to try to adapt to our devices.
0: You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and w- when you learn to use it one way, you just tend to not leave that way if it works for you, even though there might be more efficient, more effective ways of doing something on your computer. It's like, nope, once you've established the habit of doing this, even though it requires that I, you know, click, slide, slap, uh, instead of, you know, just hit a button. Uh, you know, I tend to not, I mean, I look at, and the weird thing is, is that, you know, again, being a techie, I look at that stuff when they first come out, you know, Oh, Hey, there's a new feature. That's cool. Get to this quickly. Cool. Then I don't remember it at all. I go back to the way I do it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I I mean, that's not an absolute thing, but just generally speaking, that's the way it goes. I think.
1: Yeah. You know, uh, on the same topic, I just skipped down two to the of the items that I have and there's the hidden trackpad thing mm-hmm. that I learned about a long time ago. This is not yeah. new, but when it, it was first whatever right. version it was, it came out, and I thought that is really cool. Yeah. And I've never and I've never used it after I learned how to
0: Yeah, press and hold the space bar on your yeah. iPhone. And then you can move your, your finger around, around and put the cursor wherever you want it. So you can – if you mistype something, it makes it much easier to put the cursor right back there to then you know, uh, erase it and, and retype well, it or edit it.
1: And, and it's true on the iPad too.
0: Yeah. And I use so, that all the time. Yeah. That's a feature I use regularly, which is interesting. You said you saw it once I, and then just never went back to using it.
1: That's that's right, and and that's another one of those kinds of things that it's habit, you know? Yep. It's hard to break habits.
0: Yeah, no, if, that's if exactly getting, what we're talking about. It's exactly that, right?
1: Yeah, you, you, you get by uh, with what you're doing, so you say, mm-hmm. why do I need to know something else?
0: So if you want to go edit something <laughs> that you've typed, say you're typing a, a, a text message to somebody and, and, you know, you meant to type, you know, uh, Mount San Antonio and you put MT and it, and you typed MR instead. And so it's Mr. San Antonio. So how do you yeah. back, what do you do? You just, you just back up until you get there and then fix it.
1: No, I, I do it with my finger. I, oh. I go up and get Tap. a cursor up there and then slide the cursor where I want it.
0: Right. And I do that occasionally too, but that's less, it's, it's harder to get control because sometimes it when you put your finger there, it selects like a whole word or something.
1: Right. Yeah. You know? So this, this is really a better, uh, smoother away. Yeah, you know the purpose is is that the keyboard that you get on the screen. Yeah, you know, I want to make that distinction. Right. External keyboards for these things too, but when, the one on the screen doesn't have a touch pad because it doesn't need one. But it's just how do you activate that when you use it, and, and that's hold mm-hmm. the space bar. That's simple. Yeah. Yeah, and, press and uh, hold
0: the spacebar, and then the entire keyboard area becomes basically a touchpad, and you get a cursor then in, in the text, and you can then yeah. move the cursor around to where and you it, want.
1: And it knows where it is in the text, so just look up there and you'll see it, and then move it where you want it.
0: Right. Yeah, it becomes a, um, a, a better precision pointer than your finger, because your finger is very large and fat compared to the text on the screen, especially of the iPhone.
1: Anyway, I brought this up because I, I, it was one of those things that I said, hey, that's really cool. But at the time that it, that it was there, I didn't start using it. And after yeah. the little thing I verified that it worked, I said, ah, oh, that's really cool. Yeah. But then I just went back to my old ways and never thought of it again. You
0: know? you know where that bothers me, where it doesn't help me, though, and this is where I use it and it's frustrating sometimes, is I, I want to go into the browser and, and modify the page that I'm on so i need to get to the end of the url some urls are very long and on an iphone on on my on my mac you know i click up into the address bar and then i can do a command right arrow and it just goes to the end of the line can't do that on a phone and so i go up i change my you know use i press and hold on the space bar change the, to a cursor and then s- start swiping to the right sometimes i go to the end of the touchpad have to then you know as soon as you let go it turns back into a keyboard keyboard yeah. then i have to set it to a touchpad again and then swipe some more and sometimes i have to do that two or three times to get to the end of the url i don't oh. i don't know of a quick way to get to the end of a line when i'm dealing with text on an iphone
1: you're talking at a, to a sentence at the where the period well
0: no it's not a sentence it's the it's the url in the address bar of my browser So it's sometimes, you know, many, many characters long. Okay. But there are times when I want to go to the end of the URL and erase the specific page and go back to the predecessor page. Uh, And you know how URLs are laid out with, you know, something.com slash something slash something slash something slash something. And I just want to go back a slash. I don't know a way to do that quickly and easily, especially if it's a long URL on my phone. And I, I probably should do, I should probably do some investigating and learn if there's a, a quicker way to do it. Because using, you know, turning your mouse into or your your phone keyboard into a touchpad and using the cursor to scroll back isn't particularly effective. You know, it takes several tries sometimes to get to the end of some of the long URLs.
1: Hmm. Well, don't they wrap and come around so that you can just go up or down to to get? No,
0: you know, get... it's just a one long scrolling line.
1: What screen are you looking at? you're talking about I'm audio. talking
0: about the Boom. address bar in my browser.
1: Yeah, it's the phone so the phone doesn't have the space to put it very far across. it,
0: it you just you just keep scrolling to the right till you get to the end of it.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: But there's no like jump to the end of this line function from the keyboard that I'm aware of. So yeah. I need to yep. I need to do some investigating and find out. So uh, I'll make a note and try to do that and if I find a solution, I'll mention it next week. Because that's, okay. uh, that's a thing that I do often, and and I'm irritated because my solution right now is, you know, change the keyboard to a touchpad and, and swipe. But sometimes that takes several – I have to do that several times to get to the end of the URL because URLs are long yeah. in many cases. A lot of times there's a bunch of random characters in there.
1: So anyway, uh, little deals like this that are useful, mm-hmm. uh, I think you have to review them. Uh, occasionally, just in case you forgot about them.
0: I agree. I agree. You know? you know, and and we should probably when we when we see them, even though we maybe are aware of them, we should bring them up every once in a while, so that people will remember to go check it out. Right? Yeah. Because, because
1: once it, isn't isn't enough to learn a, a new trick, but if right. it's a powerful trick, if it's you know really something that is mm-hmm. uh, is useful, uh, right? You want to be sure people really know about it, and mm-hmm. and, and and start creating that habit
0: right well and moving around through your text with with the um uh cursor and using it as a touchpad the keyboard as a touchpad is really really handy in 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 a lot of instances and so um yeah. like i said it's something i do a lot um but it hasn't solved my one problem about getting to the end of a url in the browser on the phone yep but you know Maybe there's a better solution. I'll have to do some investigating. So something else we came up with, we mentioned it earlier. Lufthansa becomes the first airline to ban Apple AirTag devices on flights. And they throw out the baloney answer that the Bluetooth LE device (laughs) is creating radio interference. Yeah. (laughs) As if there aren't tons of other Bluetooth devices that are active on their airplanes all the time. The real truth is... They are tired of being embarrassed by people who lost, who whose luggage is lost, and they say, "Oh, it's here; it'll be there in a day." And then the person checks their AirTag and finds out it's in a different city, <laughs> calling them on their bluff, going, "That's baloney! My my suitcase is not even in the same continent, you idiot! <laughs> Don't I, lie to I, me." <laughs> I,
1: I I posted this because of that, and I yeah. thought that I thought that how is Apple going to address that in a public way?
0: Yeah, are
1: they going to? Uh, call out
0: Lufthansa. While not intended for this use, Apple is uh, happy to point out (laughs) that airlines do a really bad job in many cases. (laughs) The flip side is, is that airlines move tons and tons of luggage every day. And it's shocking that anybody gets their stuff. So they do a phenomenal job in that respect. But, you know, when they when it goes bad, they need to they really don't have a good way of telling you exactly what's going on. And and they what the, what it is is the airlines doesn't want to just tell you, well, it didn't show up because when we say it's lost, it is literally lost. We have no idea where it is, but we'll find it and it'll turn up. <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah. Well, and the people know where it is. You
0: know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: don't, I, 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 have, I don't have them, but I'm assuming that regardless of where it is, if there's the right uh, connections through the through the network – uh, it'll find it, and it can tell you it's in another town even, right? You don't right. have to be in a range.
0: Right. You don't have to be. Just somebody with an iPhone somebody. has to be. Right, right. You know, if somebody with an iPhone is in range, it'll then basically use that system to notify you and say, hey, your your tag has been identified in this location, you know, yeah. which is great. That's exactly what it's supposed to do. But it's embarrassing for a company that is supposed to be moving your luggage around to not know yeah. where it is better than but, you do but,
1: but this is something that apple surely anticipated and yeah. and now that, and now that they're getting the angry feedback <laughs>
0: yeah and apple is banning it it's like you know don't ban it do a better job of tracking your luggage apparently they're not too good at it i mean they apparently have a. I, I don't know what their overall record is but this this um article <laughs> refers to Lufthansa <laughs> continuously losing checked bags um so you know if that's happening regularly then they deserve to be embarrassed. That's yeah. you know? Uh,
1: and
0: it's anyway. like fine, they're gonna ban um ban me putting a uh, you know, first of all, I don't know what they're gonna do. They're gonna go through with some sort of radio tracker and and, and find it and and complain. But uh there's you know, there's other brands of things that do similar type of tracking. It's like use one of the other brands or quite frankly, like I said, I don't know how are they gonna know?
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, there's this message from keep on discovering whoever that is. Uh, and he says at Lufthansa, he's sending this to them. Just traveled on such and such a A plane with 20, with two hours and 30 minutes. Anyway, somehow you've lost my bag in between. Apparently your team can't find it. Your system is down. I'm told Apple AirTag says it's in Toulouse. (laughs) Can I get my bag back? Before you send it somewhere else,
0: <laughs> yeah. Please and give I, me my things.
1: And, and that's that's what got my attention first of yeah.
0: all.
1: Yeah, you know, he's telling them where it is. Yeah. And uh, anyway, yeah.
0: yeah. No, he it's, he's actually, apparently he's trying... in northern France, and it's in southern France. He's like, I don't know how it got there, but could I please yeah. have them back? Yeah.
1: So anyway, anyway, to ba- the, the the wrong reaction was for stanza just to ban the use yeah. of it because the guy is trying to help them.
0: Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean,
1: it's in his own interest, too, but he yeah. wants
0: it found, you know. You know, here's where it is. Can somebody please find it and put it on a plane back to me? Yeah, exactly. And their response is we're going to ban these things because they're embarrassing us. So I you know? would
1: think that that would antagonize some customers like this guy. He's not right. happy.
0: Fly a different know? airline. Yeah. That's the way you you know speak with your wallet. Pick a different airline.
1: Exactly, which is why this is an interesting article. Right. That's what it is. It's a way for the customer to strike back, but not in a mean way, until, until the airline then responds in a mean way.
0: Right. Well, you yeah. know, the airline, they, they're taking the this information wrong. They're taking this information as an embarrassment to them because there was an air tag. What this is, is there's an embarrassment to them because they lost luggage. Right. And right. so they need to do a better job of managing their luggage handling rather than yep. blame somebody for pointing out that they're doing a poor job of luggage handling.
1: Yep. You know? It says – Several reports surfaced after Lothansa continuously lost checked bags.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, when the word is continuously losing checked bags, that's an issue for Lothansa, not for the people putting air tags in their luggage, which yep. is, you know, I mean, expected. People are going to put devices in their luggage, if they exist, to help them keep track of their luggage and their their belongings. That's why those tags exist, is for that very reason.
1: Yep. Well, Apple probably won't respond because they'll, their reading of the article will be, is we helped the customer, didn't we?
0: Yeah, yeah. If Apple was going to spin that, they'd be going, helping customers find lost items as yes. designed.
1: It, it <laughs> works, folks. Yeah, yeah, you need one, too.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, everybody get one.
1: Uh, or two. It, anyway, <laughs> I've noticed that... Uh, uh, another part of this thing is, is I've read a lot of articles, and several same same this morning, where it, industry is taking each other on. There's attacks going on between uh, a lot of comp- major companies, you know, like right. Facebook, yeah, and, and Google, and yeah, I mean, and Apple too. They've joined in and they're attacking those guys for non-secure systems. And,
0: well, there's you know, been a, uh, a fair amount of. Uh, upset between Facebook and Google and Apple. Those two basically make all of their money by selling ads to people, and they do that by tracking people. And Apple has basically been very upfront about their war on tracking people. And so, yep. you know, those that, that puts Apple at odds with Google and Facebook. And, yep. uh, you know, and I think that, you know, Apple's on the winning side ethically and morally, But the flip side is, is that, you know, Apple's not opposed to you sharing information if you choose to. The thing is, is that they don't like the way the other two businesses are just taking information as if it was theirs. It's yours, you know, is their stance. You know, because there are people who would say, I am very happy to give Facebook and Google, you know, tracking information about me in return for the services they provide me rather than me have to pay for those services. You know, mm-hmm. and, and that's great if that's the choice you want to make. The problem is, is that they don't really give you that choice. Yeah. You know, I mean, the choice uh, is use their service or don't, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, another thing that I see is that every, uh, we were talking earlier about Facebook and, and YouTube and stuff, uh, every system that offers you selections, there's there's way too much to choose from. And what we need are better filters and ways to filter out what's there. Mm-hmm. They, I do, You know, as a man, I, I don't want anything that's for a woman's product. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But they're in there. You know, that's a, just a dumb example. Yeah. But. Well,
0: but yeah, but that that's the whole point of their advertising model is, right, that they're supposed to have a bunch of information about you to be able to give you targeted ads, which then are yeah. only ads that you might be actually interested in. And that is a but benefit the, if it works.
1: Well, that's – I'm saying what helps me target it is give me the filter, you know, good filtering system. Right,
0: and they're saying we don't need to give you a filter. We create that ourselves by learning about you Well, and uh, and then give you the stuff that, you know, based – Things that that you might not actually think you need because we're going to – you know, but you find out you would really find useful because we know – uh, enough about you to be able to, and,
1: and you give me a bunch of st- more stuff than I that I don't need than I will ever need. Right, and therefore I'm going to get tired of it and and leave you because yeah. of this. Which is exactly this what, what you
0: is, which is exactly what you've done with Facebook. So you know, I, I'm surprised I, that Facebook hasn't come to the realization that they should be able to say, we will set up a system where we won't take any of your information if you want to subscribe, and that way then you have the option of setting, you know, you can either pay us for the services mm-hmm. or you can do it for free. But if you do it for free, then we're going to f- track you. The only thing is at this point, their reputation is so tarnished. I don't think anybody would believe them that, you know, if you were paying, yeah. they're, they're still going <laughs> to track you and take all kinds of information about you, you know? Yep. So yep. that, that, that's the problem with Facebook right now is, is that they, they've lied so many times on so many issue issues about privacy that, that I, you know, I wouldn't trust Facebook to, to, you know, do anything. I, I just I don't trust them at all, as a company. Um, but uh, but that doesn't mean that that you know there isn't somebody out there who could do that. I mean I I've always thought that the you know that that the, a lot of these free services that people complain about they collect all kinds of data about you would be smart to create that other tier, you know, and that way then you know they have another revenue source for those who don't want to be tracked, and they quiet their the people who are complaining about them because they can say well you know you don't have to give us data but you know if that's the case then we got to get something for the services we're providing so then there's a subscription fee yeah yeah you know so i mean why not better, do both let the user decide
1: absolutely the users got to be in charge that's the best solution yeah. you know we we get to decide ultimately what it is we read and and, uh, and and how much of a service you're really providing by providing right. too much garbage and we'll say yeah. you know
0: let your, you miss, let your customers you, decide the value of the service you provide them
1: that's that's absolute
0: you know and, that's uh, that's that's the basis of market ba- you know uh, of of uh, and, a market system they, right
1: and and they can learn more about that about their customers by by listening and and they haven't provided much of a listening and a feedback system yeah, you know they think they have, but they have they haven't optimized that. If they would let us have more choice, mm-hmm. you know, then then they'd have much better data.
0: Yep, yep, so, I think so.
1: Anyway, uh, we've solved it. uh yeah we've we've all we got to do is go start our own product right right like uh, like elon he's he's gonna he's
0: gonna have a a, or buy one right i don't have i I don't have the 49 billion dollars or whatever it was to go buy one but
1: uh but he's going to change it in significant ways he
0: says yeah well or you could uh, i thought you were going to say go build your own like trump did get create a truth what is it called truth social
1: yeah truth social
0: yeah
1: well uh you know, he knows that he could sell his. He's the only one who could sell his. Mm-hmm. He he needs more marketing than that, though.
0: They, they misnamed the it, though. It should be My Truth Social.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, as long as they allow others in there. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. that's the main thing. Is say what you want to say, do what that, you want to
0: do, right?
1: Yeah. The, 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 that was the problem with the Twitter thing. It became. And the whole, like the whole country, it's it's too mm-hmm. polarized, you know. Yeah. And and if you if you polarize it so that that's all you want, when call, just just call it the Democratic rag sheet or the Republican rag sheet or whatever, you know, that so that people just well know, yeah. truth in advertising, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there are those who say it's a private business and they can do what they want. You know, they well, they're they're not there to serve a a, a public need. Well, they're they're, they're free not a public. They're to go broke. They're they're not a public well, but they're not. You know, they're doing well or they're doing fine. Um, but uh, quite honestly, the whole is he going to buy them? Isn't he going to buy them? Has caused them more stress than well, anything.
1: Well, see, they they may be taking the argument to heart that uh, in fact uh, the Democrats don't want to hear what the De- Republicans say. You know, they really don't. I mean, that's what that's well, why. Well, and they're... vice
0: versa. <laughs> Neither side wants to listen to the other side.
1: Well, but who who's Who's been pushing this business of, uh, of, uh, dang it, I have lost a key word here now.
0: You're talking about cancel but culture.
1: Cancel culture, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, think goes, I think it See goes. I think it goes
0: both ways. I really do. I think both sides tend to discount and. Well, it, and, that
1: that that and and other words have come out. I think more from the Democrat side. They're they're the ones who. I I don't recall, in fact, reading. And tell me if I'm wrong. Uh, apparently, you think that that the Republicans have said they didn't want to listen to the other side. I I mean, it's true that we, people. No, they haven't said that. They've said the other side is
0: lying and that there's alternate facts. (laughs) You know, I mean, the language is maybe slightly different, but both sides are doing it. They're basically both, both sides are saying the other side is full of it, which they've done for years and years. It's just gotten very acrimonious. Yeah. So now I was thinking too, I don't know um, if, if it, uh, I could have sworn yesterday I saw somewhere, but I'm trying to see if I can find the article that that apparently you know after having tried to back out of it, now Elon's going to buy Twitter again.
1: He is, yes. Okay, yes, he's. Uh, I've I've seen that he's several lots of articles.
0: Yeah, but I saw that, that yesterday. That the, but I hadn't. I didn't really read. I saw a headline. I didn't really but read. But tw- it's still what in negotiation.
1: Changed. It's still in negotiation. So I don't know sure. what they're negotiating still about. It's not a mm-hmm. done deal. Uh, by any means. And the, the analysis of this is that apparently he was going to lose his case anyway.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. It so, looked like the the experts that I had read and listened to online had said that, you know, that the attorneys and things that said that the, that, you know, he had pretty much, you know, a contract saying he was going to do this. And by not doing this, they were going to essentially fine him the same I, amount it would cost to buy. So you might no, as well they, buy.
1: The one one thought that occurred to me is that it he may delay for a year or two or longer uh, anything that comes around to actually send in the cash, you know? So, yeah, so the who deal knows isn't how that closed. Works. The deal isn't closed until the money's transferred, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, he'll ring it for everything he can get and and you know, for as long as he needs. And so sometimes these delays just go on forever and finally they just end up being the same as a cancellation yeah you know yeah I don't know so, so I, I, I I don't wouldn't put it past him being a businessman he might just decided to destroy Twitter so to hell with him
0: and yeah I don't know but I mean you know it's, it, if he has a contract he's still going to end up losing a bunch of money yeah, And quite frankly, from what I've been reading, is that it, it, it concerns a lot of Tesla stockholders because, you know, he's got to leverage a lot of his other holdings in order to have the cash to go make this purchase. And yeah,
1: especially the Tesla crowd, you know?
0: Yeah, that's what I just said. They
1: don't want anything to diminish the stock.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, is that what you said? That's that Tesla what stock? I just
0: said, was Tesla stockholders are the ones that are yeah. complaining, you yeah. know? But quite frankly, you know... uh, the uh, was it starlink and uh, all the other i mean i those are independent companies that are owned by him right or are they all owned by te- under tesla i don't i don't know how well, he, i don't know the can't. structure but you know anybody who holds stock in any of his things have got to be a little concerned if he's got to then sell a bunch of stock in order to come up with the cash to make this purchase that that's going to devalue your stock
1: well he he had already earlier on taken a bunch out of tesla yeah for that for, for that very reason
0: yeah know? And maybe this whole thing has all been just a stalling tactic, so that he could take money out more slowly, so that it didn't damage the stock, so that then he's ready to do the purchase. You know? it's possible. You know? Yeah. I mean, that may be why this is all going slower. You know, and why he yeah, de- delayed.
1: Yeah, there's there's a lot of different uh, issues to be uh, worked out.
0: Yeah, it's like the it's like iPhones. You know, it's like when you're dealing with things at that scale. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to be you have to worry about the the nickels and dimes because nickels and dimes times multiple millions (laughs) gets to be some real money, right? You know, that was the other thing people were saying is like, you know, Apple has um, had tons of production for lightning ports for a long period of time. And so they've got contracts going forward making lightning ports. And so the reason they didn't switch to USB-C more quickly is because they had to fulfill those contracts because otherwise it would cost them, you know, maybe a nickel more per phone and you go, Well, it's only a nickel more per phone. Yeah. Nickel more per phone times ninety five million phones a year. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> that you <know>. multiplier effect. <laughs> yeah. Or actually it's like a quarter. I mean their number is like nine you know, they're they're between sixty and ninety million phones a quarter. I mean it's yeah. it's when your numbers are that big You really have to pay attention to those unintentional butterfly effect, right? That's right. Those things is like, oh wow, didn't think about that. You know, like that kind of thing can't happen when you're dealing with numbers that big. You can't go, oops. So, yeah. yeah, Well, shall we move on
1: to the to looking at some of the Amazon Prime Day tech deals? Yeah.
0: So Amazon um, announced a. Pre-Prime Day thing happening here in October. Usually Prime Day is in the middle of the summer. This is a – they're they're, it, they're calling it Prime Day again? I don't know. It's like an extra Prime Day this year. They're doing a bonus Prime Day. And it's the um, – what, the 11th and 12th, tomorrow and Wednesday?
1: Yeah, it starts tomorrow.
0: Yeah. And so – now, most of the people who have learned this over the years have found that the things that are on really good discount are – Amazon products, so yeah. Fire yeah. tablets, and because fi- that's what they directly control, right? So those are the sure. best deals. But they do tend to, if you pay attention, have some good deals on other stuff if it's something well, you want. You know? Well,
1: like like clearing out M1s.
0: Oh, Did you yeah. notice that? Yeah. Did they? I didn't notice that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so, so I, I was going to say, there's some things down here that uh, mm-hmm. are, are not bad.
0: Well, I'm scrolling you know, through. We, we're looking at an article from GQ, and it's the 49 best early Amazon deals, right? So yeah. uh, a JBL Bluetooth speaker, don't want it. Ring doorbell, yeah. don't want it. Roku TV stick, wouldn't buy it. Uh, a Roku TV, or an Amazon Fire TV, rather, um, yeah. wouldn't buy it. Uh, a An Xbox controller, don't have an Xbox. A printer, don't need a printer. A Kindle Paperwhite, got one, don't need another one. Roomba, got one, don't need another one. Sony Headphones, don't need them. Roomba Mop might be interesting, but not worth $350 to me. No. Uh, Bose Soundbar, already got a sound system for my television, don't need one. HP Mouse, got a mouse and three backups, don't need one. (laughs)
1: That's a, uh, it's only 13 bucks, Todd. Uh, a- I know,
0: but I've, I've, I've literally got a mouse and two backups. I don't yeah, need but, one.
1: But the discount's only $3. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's like,
0: that's one where you look at it and you go like, if I need one, I'll spend the 16, but I don't need one. Yeah. Uh, an Asus ROG, uh, gaming keyboard. It's a pretty good keyboard. It's a hundred dollars, regularly 140. That's a good deal. If you want a, if you need, want such a keyboard, yeah. I recently, not recently, it's been a few months uh, I switched from the basic Apple keyboard to a keyboard with mechanical keys on it because I like the feel of real mechanical keys, and mm-hmm. uh, and it's a heavy-duty you know steel frame keyboard. Uh, so obviously I don't need that one. I've got one, but um, you know, uh, they've got a 32-inch Samsung monitor. Um, it's not cheap. It's still 620 dollars, but yeah. it's a 32-inch. Um, uh, is that? I can't tell. It, yeah. that's a 4K it looks monitor. like a curb.
1: Is that a curved screen? I don't think so. Something. I think
0: it's just got those little like wings on the bottom. It's got some yeah. weird little lights and stuff on it that I would not like. But um, uh, you know, it's if it's if it's yeah. if you're in the market for something, then it's it's there. So it's not 4K. It's like a, a 2K version of it, and it's a uh, 24 hertz. So it's high refresh. So it's good for like a gaming monitor. Um, yeah, it's, you know,
1: it's a good quality monitor. Yeah. You
0: know? Yeah. But I mean, if you were a, a, um, uh, you know, a, a, a gamer, it's probably a great monitor. If you're somebody who, who does photo work and stuff, then you'd probably want to get a full on 4k monitor rather than this sort of, uh, what they're calling WQHD resolution, which is not, uh, yeah. 4k. Um,
1: next was for a PlayStation game.
0: Yeah, uh-huh. Madden 23, if you're a fan of NFL Madden, um, you know. Been,
1: been out there forever.
0: Yeah, it says $70 at Amazon. I think that's the regular price. It doesn't even show it as a markdown. So I don't – other than maybe they're just saying, hey, we've got it in stock, which maybe it's hard to get in stock. I don't know. Yeah, I
1: don't uh, know.
0: I'm not a gamer. So uh, AirPods Pro, I think these are the old – yeah, these are, in fact, the AirPods Pro Generation 1. and out. So Gen 2 yeah. is out. They're 170 bucks though, whereas the new ones are 249. So that's a pretty sizable savings. And um, the original AirPods are quite good. The AirPods Pro,
1: oh yeah, are still. That's that's what I have. Yeah, I, I like them.
0: I actually, I I've got an announcement. When we get to the end of this, before we finish, I've got an announcement. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Okay, uh, I'll remind you. No. Yeah, Sony sound bar. Okay. Well, there was a Sony, and there was the Bose up above. You, depending on the sound you like, but I don't need a sound bar. Oh,
1: there's. Oh, there's every imaginable hearing aid before you. This is a long list, by the way. Yeah. Before you get through here, if if you have a favorite brand, it's probably in the list.
0: Yeah, you're not hearing aid. You're talking about sound bars. Uh, did yeah. I say hearing aids? Yeah. I'm,
1: talk, I'm talking about earpods. Yeah. You know. Or yeah. It,
0: Bose Beats Studio, or no, not Bose. They're Beats Studio Three headphones. Uh, Fitbit Versa, Apple's AirPod uh, Air Max headphones, another LG TV or uh, ATV, Samsung Buds, another TV. Okay, MacBook Pro 2021. So this is the 13-inch MacBook Pro. Um, from here, it doesn't tell you any of the specs on it, but I assume it's probably the minimally would one for $2,099. Regularly yeah. twenty four ninety nine. That's so.
1: that's still the old Intel Mac. There, it doesn't say M one.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. So You're right. you know,
1: but I'm just saying.
0: Uh uh-huh. A Marshall there's, there's wireless Bluetooth speaker. This is the people who make. This is from Marshall. The people who make Marshall now, um, stacks of that, amps for now. For, now for,
1: that that one puzzles me because it says. Uh, oh, it says wireless. Oh, it says Bluetooth. Yeah, right. It's just a Bluetooth uh, wh- speaker,
0: but it's made by Marshall, the same people who make. You know, professional uh, amps that musicians yeah. use when they're so playing. you're
1: going to get you're going to get the best quality out of those. Yeah,
0: things. they're pretty good quality sound. I used to have a pair of Marshall earbuds prior to the wireless earbud revolution that had really good sound in them. They but, were very but it's large, driven by,
1: but... but it's driven by Bluetooth. So you know, I, I'm a, a little hesitant as to how you're going to get the sound.
0: Yeah, that, well, and know. I, without going into the detail on it, you know, the newest version of Bluetooth Bluetooth 5.3 supports wider bandwidth. But so far, I haven't seen anybody using it, even Apple. Even though it's uh, built, the the new Apple ear uh, AirPods, AirPods two and the new Apple uh, iPhone fourteen both support uh, Bluetooth five point three, but neither of them apparently take advantage of the ex- expanded uh, bandwidth for the um, greater quality sound, at least yet.
1: It says there's two kinds of connectivity. You can also have RCA jacks.
0: Ah, uh, that's the way so, to get the best sound.
1: Yeah. So that's really what you, mm-hmm. why you would buy them. Uh, yeah.
0: yeah, Eufy Robovac, four hundred dollars. I don't know everything I've read and every review I've ever read says that the Roomba bat the ones are just built better; they last longer, and that any other brand will work for a while and then just quit.
1: By the <laughs> way, the price on that on that Bluetooth speaker uh-huh. it was two ninety nine here, but it was three sixteen when you get over to the page. So
0: I don't ah. Know what's going on. Ah. Hmm.
1: So it wasn't the same yeah. discount.
0: Yeah, with the Ufi the uh, Eufy by Anchor vacuum, though you know I, I like Ufi as a brand and Anchor as a brand, so I don't know. Uh, you know, so if you're buying a vacuum, what, would you buy this one over the Roomba that was up above?
1: Well, I I don't want it something running around my floor; I'd fall over it.
0: <laughs> well, you you can schedule it to go when you're not up and walking around, have it vacuum at night.
1: Yeah, then a dog would be barking at it, you know.
0: (laughs) I don't know. You know, they get used to it. We've got one, and it goes off in the middle of the night, three nights a week. And the dog's got used to it. It, There's no barking, or nothing. Yep. And I like it. You know, just gets rid of the little crumblies. That said, like you, I don't tend to walk around barefoot anyway, so it's not like I'm feeling any dust, you know, if I see something. You know i uh, will beach over and pick it up or whatever, but you know, mm-hmm. like if a dog tracks in a leaf or something from outside, but I almost always have uh you know slippers or sandals or shoes on because I just i don't like walk my feet start to hurt if I walk on the hard floor um and we don't have we, although we've got some rugs we don't have carpeting it's it's mostly hard floor uh which I prefer keeps the dust down uh, anyway
1: this uh router system with a the- Mesh the Wi-Fi. Asus sounds.
0: Zen Wi-Fi AX6600 Tri-Band Mesh Wi-Fi 6 System, which just rolls off the tongue. What a sweet name. Yeah, <laughs> too, ma-
1: too many words. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sometimes you wonder who does the naming on these things, you know? It's like, come on, guys. But but
1: anyway, that sounds like a pretty good deal for 370. Yeah,
0: and Wi-Fi 6 is a significant upgrade if you happen to have a Wi-Fi 6 uh, devices uh, in terms of speed and and bandwidth, um, and in fact, uh, the only thing I would say is you might want to even hold off. There's Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi 6E as a standard, and the E is a even bigger leap forward because it it adds uh, a six uh, megahertz radio into it. So you get a whole another set of of um, frequencies that you're able to transmit on for Wi-Fi. Up to now, yeah. it's always been two point four and five. And now they're adding with 6E, Wi-Fi 6E has uh, uh, 2.4, 5, and 6 megahertz radios. Yep. um, Uh, But you've got to have devices that support that. Like even the latest, the iPhone 14 right now supports Wi-Fi 6, but it doesn't support Wi-Fi 6E. So it would, Mm. you know, I mean, that's a brand new device. You know, I haven't checked to see if, like, the Google phone, because they just introduced the new Pixel phones. I don't know if they support 6E. But my guess is probably not, because most of them use their radio um, stuff is, is Qualcomm, and so they're probably using a lot of the same chips.
1: Anyway, you know? uh, you're talking about Nest now? Uh,
0: I hadn't moved on to it, but that's the next one up. Oh. Nest Thermostat, uh, 119 bucks regularly $130.
1: Yeah, I, so. I don't know uh, what the benefit of. Their system is over anybody else's.
0: Well, they're smart. They they recognize when people are in the room and stuff, and so they adjust the temperature. When you're not there, they let it get warmer or or colder, and then when you're there, it adjusts and it learn. You can also set it up to learn your your patterns so that like you know when you're getting ready to go to bed, it it takes the chill out of the room in the bedroom, that kind of thing, lets the temperature come up a little bit. But it's yeah, but all... you got
1: to have a heating system that's built so that it doesn't depend on. Having a door open between well, the rooms.
0: The thing is, is that all home systems, are, for the most part, don't have individual room heating and cooling. Right? It's it's central. That's
1: right. That's you know, right.
0: Uh, if you have a thermostat anyway, it's central cooling and heating. Um, and so, yeah, it's of limited. With uh, open use home that plans
1: way. these days, it's awfully hard to get all the rooms comfortable. It just right is.
0: I use the uh, EVE thermostat rather than the um, Google Nest thermostat. Again, I'm not I, – I wouldn't have minded Nest before it was Google, but now that it's Google, I don't want Google having information about how I use my house. <laughs> so I just don't I, – uh-huh. I tend to stay away from it. Um, but the, the EVE thermostat um, – you put one thermostat wherever your thermostat is you replace your old one with the main unit and then it put you put temperature sensors around the house and what it does is it tries to balance the temperature based on the different temperatures in different rooms so and it has occupation sensors in each one so it can tell if you're not in a room it'll just ignore the temperature in that room as it tries to balance the rooms that are occupied yeah you know and i like that and it's roughly the same kind of price range and stuff so and, you know, EVE is not owned by Google, so I find it to be a preferred product. Apple TV streaming device. How about that? $10 probably... off of the $180 Apple TV.
1: It just doesn't say 4K here.
0: Yeah, it doesn't. It just says device. I'm assuming, based on the price, the 179 is the regular price. Um, that is the top-of-the-line 64-megabyte uh, Apple TV 4K. That's what that is. And they're taking $10 off of it. There's rumors all over the place that before the end of the year, i.e. this month, uh, that they will announce a new Apple TV. And the rumor is that they're going to restructure it and that it'll cost less and that it'll be more – It's still going to be more expensive than Roku's and Google's and Amazon Fire's and things like that. But they're going to drop the price significantly for the entry-level device is what the rumor is.
1: Yeah, they they want to get into everybody's home.
0: Right, yeah. Since they're emphasizing Apple TV Plus as a service so much, they would rather everybody watch it on Apple TV. My experience has been, and I have... Rokus and Fire Sticks and Google TVs, and I have Chromecasts, and I've used them all. Um, I have a Roku TV that's got Roku built into it here in my office. And my experience has been that the Apple TV gets the stream and plays it better and has less stagnation and stutter in it. I think largely that has to do with the amount of memory that they put in their devices, which is what also kicks up their price, because they're able to buffer better. So they will download the the image and the video faster than you're actually watching it. Mm-mm. And so that way if there's interruptions in the data stream, uh, you don't notice it nearly as much because they've got a larger buffer, which is part of why you pay more money for their devices. Part of it's just an Apple tax, but part of it's for that. I, I believe that so much that the Roku TV that I have here in my office, I do not watch anything streaming through the Roku TV. I have an Apple TV plugged into it, and I watch everything through the Apple TV onto the Roku TV. So I use the Roku Mm. TV just as a smart screen or as a screen that I then feed from the Apple TV. Okay. I prefer it that much, but nobody asked. Another doorbell. This one's a Google Nest doorbell. You know what I think of Google. Yep. (laughs) Hey, you want to save a buck on an Apple 20-watt USB-C power adapter?
1: (laughs) Yeah. There you go. Big deal, huh? Yeah.
0: Save a dollar. It's a dollar off. Instead yes. of nineteen dollars, it's eighteen dollars.
1: So the uh, Bose SoundLink wireless headphones are mm-hmm. prob- probably a good quality headphones.
0: Yeah, and that's a really good price on them. Yeah, that is an excellent price on them. Um, I well these are the sound link. These are not the uh, the uh, quiet comfort ones that are sound, um, um, you know, that have the automatic noise cancellation in them.
1: Well, but, I'm, but it looks like this uh-huh. really nice, big rings. To yeah, fit around those of us head. with big ears. That's that's one thing <laughs> Bose does better than anybody out there. That sucker, that feels nice on your head.
0: They do a good job of that. I'll never forget when you and I were at Com, uh, Comdex yep. one year, and we went a into time a, ago. a booth and tried on some Bose headphones, and we both walked out of there going, those were the best-sounding, most comfortable, most amazing headphones ever. And we asked the guy how much they cost, and he looked at us and said, they're $1,000. <laughs> and we, and we both yeah. went, okay, next.
1: That <laughs> was in the development phase of these things back yeah. before they had ever commercialized
0: them. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, you know, they may have been, uh, you know, not just for listening to music because Bose also makes headsets for, like, pilots and uh, and for broadcast and things like that. And so, you know, at the professional level, you know, $1,000 for a tool that's used in broadcasting is not that much. Yeah, uh, but yeah, they were clearly not something you and I were ever going to buy.
1: But, was but they a, were amazing. It was a definite, uh, wonderful experience.
0: It yeah. was. They were like gel filled around the ears or something too. Yep. They sealed perfectly, and they were just so comfortable. Oh uh, yeah, they were amazing. Yeah, yep. back in the day before you had to hose everything down with antibiotics before the next person got I, to touch
1: it. I would everything. expect <laughs> the uh, what what's Apple call theirs the the uh, four the. The oh, oh the
0: headphones those are the uh pro Air, AirPod. max airpod pro max pro
1: max they're probably pretty comfortable too i i, I, don't I would know. guess
0: yeah i've not uh tried them on or even i've not actually ever seen them in the wild anywhere uh you know i think they're not things those are the kind of devices most people use in the house they don't go out with them you know if they're out they're wearing just airpods pro or something like that in their ears mm-hmm. but uh Next up is an Echo Show generation, uh, Show Five, second generation. This is the one with the five-inch screen. Um, yeah, last thing I want is Amazon with a camera in my in my house. But yeah, Don't, you know, no interest. I removed every Echo from my house once Apple said that they or not Apple once Amazon said that they were going to start doing that community Wi-Fi sharing thing. So that yeah. if you're na- uh, soon as they said that, I went and unplugged them all and threw them in a bag and asked if any of my family members wanted them, because I don't want them anymore. They're not plugged into my house. so
1: Yeah. Anyway, an outdoor cam kit.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm-hmm. A Blink outdoor camera kit. Um, Yeah. I've heard the name before. I'm not real super familiar. This is $225. This is a big discount. This must be one that's owned by Amazon. Look at how much they're discounting it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's probably just rebranded for somebody.
0: Yeah. No, I I think Amazon bought Blink. I oh. could be i could be wrong. Fitbit Charge 4 Tracker, $25 off.
1: Yeah, Fitbit's uh, hanging in there. They've,
0: yeah. They well, they got hammered. bought by, is it Amazon or Google? One of them bought them. So Fitbit's oh. not an independent company anymore. I think oh, they're owned right? by Google. I'm pretty sure they're owned by Google, but I could be wrong on that. It's either Google or Amazon, one of the two. Probably. Hy- Hyper Ice Hypervolt Go Percussion Massage Gun. If you've not had one of these things, I've got one. I've actually got this brand, but not this model. I've got an older model.
1: you got to have somebody do it while you're well, relaxing.
0: You know, it's yeah, it's nice if you've got somebody to do your back for you, right, to yeah. use this thing and, and do. But they're percussion massagers, and they, they really um, are good for, like, deep tissue massages and stuff. I use them on my legs and my feet. Um, and once in a while, if my back's bothering, I, I can talk my wife into doing my, you know, working on my back for me a little bit.
1: You know, I, I thought about something one day, you know, they have these massage chairs that you sit in. Yeah. If, why, why can't they just have the chair do the exercise for you and do have it be as beneficial as if you're doing it?
0: What exercise are you referring to?
1: Well, any kind of muscles. If you want to build muscles or something, you know, exercise them, they, they need to be moved, Right. Well, I I sit it a lot because I have foot problems. Right. And and I I'm thinking that maybe I ought to have a chair that moves my muscles on a regular basis. Uh huh. You know, it'd be better than sitting in a staid chair. Right. You know. <laughs> right. And therefore, uh, I've well, they've been got kind of massage chairs
0: that 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 you know work you all over, and then some of them are quite good, and they're you know a couple thousand dollars. I mean, you get one that does that but i mean it doesn't move you when i had surgery on my shoulder uh they ordered a device that i sat in a i wouldn't call it a comfortable chair but my arm went into this contraption and what it did is i was not supposed to move my arm but they wanted the the range of motion to be pretty quickly so right after the surgery i was sitting in this thing that would like take my arm and lift it up and then bring it back down and lift it up and i was supposed to spend six hours a day in that thing initially uh wow and then uh and then at some point then it, I, I would in physical therapy i was moving my arm myself but initially they didn't want me doing anything cuz i might tear the stitches and stuff loose inside uh yeah. but they but they didn't want it to lock up they wanted it to have a range of motion so i was told to use this machine and the first day the range was so far and then it then i was supposed to increase it you know basically keep increasing it so that i was always slightly uncomfortable (laughs) it It just
1: occurred to me that uh, i need to ask your sister who's a physical therapist Mm -hmm. about uh, what what she knows about good chair exercise chairs
0: right i have the feel i mean you know a chair that moves you around might help with like range of motion and stuff but it's certainly not going to build muscle you build muscle through resistance and you have to get up and put some you, know,
1: you got re- to work on it. That's what she's going to say, huh? Yeah, she's going to say <laughs>
0: exercise. That's the best thing to do, get, get into regular exercise. So that's why I went out and walked this morning. My sister-in-law started is walking in the mornings, and she invited me. And we don't live near each other, but she said, you know what? We'll just call each other on the phone, and we can talk while we're walking. And so 7 o'clock this morning, she and I both went for a walk. Mm. and uh and it was it was actually really nice you know we're just chatting as we go along as if we were walking together but she's walking in her neighborhood and i'm walking in mine
1: uh-huh. describing the sights huh
0: not really we were just talking about stuff going on she's talking about work and i was talking about you know the weekend because i saw them twice this weekend or saw them friday night and then again on saturday when we went to the Oktoberfest. which was uh-huh. a blast by the way couldn't help but think of my grandpa leo when the uh when the uh <laughs> oompah music all was kicking on and we were sitting yeah. next to the speakers so it was pretty loud. Yeah, th-
1: thanks for that. That that took me back to the old yeah. culture back home, you know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun and the and the and, the, and a nice
1: big big nice photo of the uh, beer bug.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was uh we were at uh, Skyland Brewery which is near my house here in Corona and uh nice local brewer been there for I think eight or nine years now. And uh they have this big outdoor patio and every Friday and Saturday they have live music. And so they Tobin saw online that they were doing this uh this uh Oktoberfest and um you know, they had a, a, a food truck there that was selling uh, brats and and we uh, Tobin got us a uh, I bought the beer and the mugs and he bought the meal and he bought he got us the brats as a meal so we got some German potato salad and sauerkraut with our brats and then uh, they had four or five special brews that were specifically for Oktoberfest I really liked their just fest beer their yeah. festival beer but uh, we had a good time and it was fun the the uh, the uh, the band. You know, was entertaining and fun, and lots of yeehaws and, yeah, and you know, and audience participation type of stuff.
1: Wait, yeah, a lot of towns do uh, have uh, ways to get people together at a fall festival, mm-hmm. and they had one downtown Charlotte this last weekend. But we didn't know to know it until after it's over, uh, while they're they're showing the TV. What happened, you know, downtown oh, Charlotte today? Yeah, and we we went to those. Uh, festivals when we were up in cincinnati and we mm-hmm. really enjoyed it yeah and i'd like to have gone to this if i'd just
0: known. yeah well even when when i was a kid when we lived in new mexico we'd go to like the apple festival in the autumn you know yeah it wasn't an Oktoberfest, but same kind of thing lots of people gathering together and you know hanging well, out and whether, having fun wh-
1: whether it is or not us germans <laughs> call it octoberfest <laughs> right yeah yeah i say us germans my mother was 100 percent german
0: yeah yeah, now so. we're, you yeah, know, we, last name is Brinker. There, there's some German in there. No surprise.
1: Well, <laughs> well, well, that was on the non-German side of the family where the name came from. But right. Anyway, uh, Bender and Silbernagel. How's that for a German name? Yep. So anyway, uh, I want to say to you, I'm... Uh, I had enough juice for 2 hours and we're approaching that. It okay. says I'm in low power mode now. So. All
0: right. Well, we'll just flip <laughs> real quickly through here. They've got some, you know, other earbuds and Samsung monitors, Lenovo lap uh Chromebook if you're interested. Uh oh, the Nintendo Switch Lite is 219. That's regularly 235, so it's a little bit of a discount for those who want uh the Nintendo Switch, but the Lite one is handheld only. That one is not uh uh you can't plug it into your TV and use it as a console if you don't if you want yeah. to. The Roomba six, that's oh, that's one of the uh smart vacuums that has its own little dump so you don't have to clean the, the the thing out every morning to get rid of what it's vacuumed up because it empties itself. Where
1: where do you get Zoomba? Zoom, I didn't see Zumba.
0: Oh, I said Zoomba, I meant Roomba. And it I was just talking about the iRobot vacuum, the i six plus. Oh. So I am just scrolling down quickly. They've got uh, a, it. Acer anyway, laptop, Garmin. I was going to
1: say, I was going to say you used to flip by one called the USB-C adapters that's made no. speci- specifically for the uh, MacBook Pro. And it doesn't say what year here. I, I did go off to the article, but ah, I, was yeah. interested, I was interested in it because basically they've done what I thought. You know, when Apple went on their reduced uh, ports uh, thing, right. thing, and that's been going on for 10 years now, I think. These guys said, for those guys who really want a full complement of ports, we'll just plug this thing into the side. Right. It's, it's married. It, it was for the model. It had these two plugs that was substantial enough to hold it on.
0: Yeah. Well, your and, your machine, the 2015 MacBook Air, was the first one that was likely we're going to get rid of ports design. And yeah. they've kind of given up on that because they went back to the last generation last year, excuse me, reintroduced. Pro laptops but, with ports, but nonetheless this solved a problem for a lot of people. Although yeah. the way it's set up, it plugs into two USB ports on the side. It only works on models that have exactly that spacing for the two USB ports.
1: Right. So apparently they 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 found an audience of people who buy the pro who's had enough demand yeah. to make it worth doing. But the key thing about it is, is that you get more adequate power out for all of the, at least mm-hmm. most of these devices. That's mm-hmm. always been the issue with these things: is you about right. one item at a time that you can use.
0: Right. Yeah. On the well, on this one maybe two because there's two ports. But yeah. but this gives you USB um, uh, A, two USB A ports, an HDMI port, and a couple slots for. Uh, both uh, SD cards and micro SD cards, in addition to the two ports that it just passes through. So yeah. the, those are USB-C. Yeah, you know, I, I, those dog days of Apple laptops with no ports were just pretty awful. Um, yeah. Pretty Any, awful.
1: A, anyway, I, I I was thinking I'd almost go out and buy a used uh, MacBook to fit that, you know,
0: and, yeah, and get one of those. that means you go back, you're still with an Intel Uh, instead of an m1 and and you know there's just so many reasons it's like used ones i don't know if i'd want to go to oh he's gone shoot oh no you're there
1: no i'm here oh okay it sounded
0: sounded like you were gone i got a bong in my ear so i'll tell you my news i i signed up for the apple upgrade system and now have an iphone 14 so I pay X amount a month, and then next year, if I want to upgrade, I automatically get to upgrade to the iPhone 15, and I just pay my my well, monthly there's fee.
1: No, there's no reason when you're doing that why you wouldn't expect to do that every year,
0: right? So, well, you know, being that that we're a techie and we talk about it all the time, I have always bought my my phones outright and then handed them down to my kids. So the phone that I have now will be the last one that gets handed down, or my previous phone, and then this 14 is just an ongoing, I, I'm just going to pay the the monthly fee. And if I want to, I can pay it off. It's you know basically a zero-interest loan, and I pay it off in two years. But if I don't want to, then next year I will just automatically get to upgrade. So it's my option each year whether or not I upgrade, but I get the option uh, of upgrading each year and just continuing to pay the fee.
1: Uh, but yeah. I, I think for people who regularly get new phones, that's a sensible thing. Way to right.
0: go. First time I've done it. I've talked about it, but I did a little reading about it, and so I just decided to do it. So I have a brand new iPhone 14 Pro, with uh with five twelve gigabytes of memory, which I had two fifty six before. Oh, that's
1: a big that's a big one.
0: Well, they go up to terabyte. I, I didn't go that far. I but no,
1: but the you said the Pro. No, Pro, I, not the Pro Max. Though, I huh?
0: just said the Pro, not the Pro Max, oh, correct. Okay. No, I did not get the big one because I don't like the – I feel like they're pushing the limits of how big is too big already, personally. Yeah. But, you know, I understand the people who like the big screen, especially if that's your primary computing device, but it's not mine. So, yeah. so. anyhow, well, I did that, well, and okay, okay. and I got the iPods Pro Air, Air Pro 2s as well with it.
1: The iPod Air Pro 2.
0: Right. So their iPod – well, not iPod, iPod. That's wrong. The AirPod Pro 2. That's what I'm trying to say. AirPod. So the AirPod Pro's second generation. Oh, that okay. came out. So – because my other ones, I had one ear that was – had gone flaky on me and I'd already taken them into Apple and had them replace it once under that program where it was making weird noises and crackling, which yeah. I told you about. Yep. And, and I re-
1: just replaced mine.
0: Right. And, and the one that the, they replaced after another year started having problems again. And at this point they weren't holding a very good charge anymore. Cause they're now I've got them when they very first came out. And so I thought, you know what, I'm just going to go ahead and get new uh, AirPods as well. So I've got new AirPods and I've got the new phone.
1: Well, congratulations.
0: So we'll see how I like it so far. It's-
1: so you have a, a, a an M two
0: M two, no.
1: Oh, oh, I'm I'm, I'm slow. I haven't oh. I haven't I have not changed. I got you. You, you were, we're talking AirPods. I, I understand yeah, these are I listening got, devices, right? I, I got AirPods
0: you- and the phone. I have not upgraded to a different iPad or laptop or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. So
1: okay. Very good.
0: So, so you're
1: having so you're having fun again.
0: Huh? Yeah. Well, I mean, it took a day for it to kind of go through and and resync everything. It's been interesting too because um, uh, I got them just before the weekend and like going over in um, to other places. My house, of course, I don't get the really fast five uh, G, but literally a block away, and I get the uh, what T Mobile calls their Ultra five G, and it's it's you know it's it's almost worth going over to the grocery store parking lot to do downloads because it's so much faster
1: <laughs> oh yeah so so uh, that, that that's a new thing 5g
0: yeah my previous phone was an 11 pro and so i had no 5g um this one also has the always on screen it's got the dynamic um
1: so so how much more is the phone company going to get for you
0: doodle thing it's it's same price oh. no no change with t mobile so, okay, no surcharge. I can't say that for, you know, AT&T or Verizon, but for T-Mobile, it's just included. Yep. So, so, so anyway, we did it. We did and it We're all the way through. I think we talked about everything we wanted to talk about, and your battery hasn't died.
1: No, I'm at 2% now.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, (laughs) I'll go ahead and wrap her up then. Let's play the the get-out-of-here music. Thanks for joining us, and uh, have a great week, Dad. And we'll see you at noon uh, next week. That's right. Next week, noon Eastern time, 9 o'clock on the West Coast. We're going to back it up an hour.
1: Okay. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.